Welcome to Out From The Cube. It is uh, June 13th and we are on our 60-day uh, bender of putting together podcasts and re uh, releasing as many as we can. So we've been uh, Out From The Cube. Let me reiterate that. Out From The Cube is back up and running. And I hope you've had a chance to go hit that website, outfromthecube.com. And uh, really happy with how that podcast, uh, I'm sorry, how that website has turned out. There's still a ways to go with it. I don't have a ton of time to get into it too much, but it has been, uh, it has been fun putting that together. Uh, but again, I want to keep these podcasts to a, a short amount of time, either you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. I think I had one that was maybe 30. I'm trying different audio today. So I'm trying to figure out how to take the Zoom player that I bought and connect it with my computer and to make the audio sound a little bit better and uh, to be able to just put out some better quality. So hopefully this is a little bit better. The headphones are not working well, but um, I hope that things are going well with you. Um, I wanna get right into it. I'm I've changed books. Again, one of my things on this summer 60 that I'm working on is uh, five or six things every single day and being able to do that for 60 days. And it's 13 days in and I think I had one bad day um, where it was, uh, I think after a concert or something on a Saturday night and Sunday was miserable. So um, that was the only day that I think I've struggled. All the other days have gone pretty well. And I hope that you are, if you started a summer 60 or a summer plan with yourself uh, or your kids or whomever, right? Um, Andy Priscilla has something called the hard 75. Andy Priscilla is a local St. Louisan who uh, has a program called the hard 75. He's got an hour long podcast about it. And essentially, it's about building yourself, your mental toughness and um, being able to do five things every single day. And if you fail on any day, any of the five items, you start back at zero. And you've got to be able to do 75 days uninterrupted, no cheat days, no days of it's 110 degrees out and it's too hot to run. I think one of his rules is if you do the hard 75, one of our former guests, a guy named Rob Creasy, who's a CEO up in Chicago, uh, runs something on the Beacon Sports, Bacon Sports, one of those two, I forget. Um, he's been doing it. And he's actually, here, here are a few of the things Andy Priscilla wants you to do. One of them is take a picture of yourself every single day in the mirror with your shirt off if you're a male and with a uh, uh, tank top on or whatever or a sports bra on if you're a female, right? And uh, so you can see this transformation. Rob Creasy, you happen to follow him on LinkedIn or have listened to our podcast where he was on and he was really good. Um, really good, really energetic, really powerful, really ambitious, doesn't care about anybody's opinion, just worries about getting better every day and impacting his community and his employees. It's really, really a great guy. But he's been posting his pictures and I think he's on day 40 and you can see the transformation that he has had. But anyway, one of the, other than taking a picture of yourself, one of them is to work out twice a day for 45 minutes each time. And one of those times has to be outside. So it, it doesn't matter if it's 110 and it doesn't matter if it's negative 20. You got to get outside and brave the elements and build that mental toughness. Um, I did not do the hard 75. We changed it around to call it our summer 60, which coincides with 60 days of summer for my children. And we're 13 days in and it's gone pretty well so far. Um, but so we're uh, one of my things again is to release a podcast. I want to give a quick update on this June 13th last night, uh, in St. Louis, uh, not in St. Louis, but the St. Louis blues 
won the Stanley Cup. And so I was out last night, not terribly late, but it was exciting. I mentioned it in yesterday's podcast. And there's, I'm not a huge hockey guy. Uh, typically watch the playoffs, uh, have got connected with the Blues, uh, not in terms of meeting anybody or just, just feel a connection to the Blues just because of being in St. Louis. And a number of the people in our community are big Blues fans. And this town is a, is a big hockey town. So, uh, you know, really a, a fun experience. I uh, went to a local bar here in town where I live uh, close by and ran into some friends there. And it was uh, fun watching these diehards of St. Louis that have been with that hockey program for 50 plus years, celebrate a Stanley Cup and listening to kind of the stories on the radio and the national news and things like that. So that's kind of been fun. That happened in the past 12 hours or so. Uh, but here's what intersected my mind today and what the podcast is about. Um, two things. Two things I want to bring up and, and then a story. Um, here's, here's, the, here's the two quotes I have in my planner. The people that are the greatest in your field are the ones that have suffered the most. Right. So for us that are sitting around that want to do great things and have great things happen to us and want to crush it and be, you know, provide value and impact and get our lives to the next level and get out of the middle. And a lot of the things that we've talked about, um, the people that are doing that, you know, listen, I, I look at like Andy Frisella or Ed Milet or Robin Sharma or Gary V, you know, and these people that I listen to are, um, you know, uh, you know, um, gosh, uh, Itzler, Jesse Itzler, any of those guys. I'm reading a book right now from Seth Godin, any of those guys. And we sit there and maybe marvel or admire or are, you know, inspired by the life that they live. And the reality is we have no idea what they've gone through. We have no idea the suffering uh, that they have had to have gone through to get where they're at. And some of us think that, you know, maybe that just happened. Maybe they were you know, a silver spoon type thing where they just got what they wanted uh, and had the resources and had the money, had the education, had the upbringing to just get where they're at. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm certain that happens for some people. Maybe that happens for a lot of people. Um, but the people I kind of look to and admire, I don't believe that is their story. Um, you know, it's the story of suffering. And what I wrote down and heard this yesterday, and I actually have not researched it to know if it's true or not, but the root of the word passion, the root of passion is to suffer. That's what that means. So passion and the root of that word and where it comes from and the origins of it and all that sort of stuff is to suffer. So your passion, and in order to get it, is, is to suffer. Um, and I heard this the other day, your purpose, your passion is for you. Your purpose is for other people. So figuring out what your passion is and being super excited about it and crushing it, and knocking it out. But then your purpose is for other people. And I, you know, it's kind of, you know, just a word twist and things like that. And however that intersection, I thought it was pretty good. That the people that are the greatest in your field are the ones that have suffered the most. And I also like this, and then I'm going to tell a story about how this resonates with me. Here's the other one. And this came from uh, a gal named Heidi Powell. I don't know. Uh, I saw her on the Ed Milet show with her husband. 
I haven't listened to it. I listened to the trailer and got like five or six different things to consider off the trailer. So I am looking forward to watching that as well. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, I've got these bugs in St. Louis and they're these green little bugs. I can see them right now on my screen of my window outside and those suckers got a bite to them and I have no idea what they are. I've never seen them before. I've only seen them this year. These green little things, they're not mosquitoes and those suckers bite and they bit me three or four times this summer and I, right now I'm scratching my chest area right above my chest around my neck and one of those suckers bit me the other day. One bit me behind my ear. One bit me on my arm. And it's just destroying me, these suckers. Um, here's the other quote from Heidi Powell. I really like this. I saw this on her Instagram. And also, she mentioned it in uh, her Ed Milet episode. Don't be disappointed with the results that you didn't get from the work that you didn't put in. Don't be disappointed with the results that you didn't get from the work that you didn't put in. Okay, so when I heard that, for whatever reason, this story popped into my mind. When I was coaching in Michigan, um, for whatever reason, I don't know what instigated this, I don't know what was the tipping point to this or what, what caused this for me, but for whatever reason, at some point, I got really hooked on golf. I'm really hooked on it. Had my clubs on me all the time, was, driving uh, would stop at driving ranges on the way home would play every Saturday and Sunday morning would figure out how to get nine in at night before you know on my way home from work and was absolutely consumed with it. you know putting at home um, driving ranges like I mentioned but watching golf at night being hooked on the golf channel getting the golf magazine like I was really hooked on it when I was about 34 30 30 about 32 33 years old was hooked on it. And went from playing like 110, 108, 102, 98, 96, 92, 88, like slowly getting better and better and better. So it was really great for me and a perspective that I really enjoyed was, man, if you just put in the time, you know, we've talked so much about time and work. And yesterday we talked about knowledge, skill, and desire, right? When I was locked in on trying to be a golfer, not a professional golfer, but just a good golfer, man, I, can, I was consumed with learning about the game, knowledge, perspective, opinion, teaching points, skill development, drills, strategy, practice strategies, you know, talking to pros at golf shops, all that sort of, like I was consumed with the knowledge, the skill, stopping every, you know, night on the way home and hitting a bucket of balls and trying different things, and then trying to take the knowledge that I have to develop the skill that I was trying to create. And then my desire, no question, it was an A+. I wanted to be as good at that as I could. I enjoyed it. I love the beauty of a golf course. I love a cigar on the front nine and back nine, and I like a beer at the turn with a hamburger. Loved it, right? My desire was off the charts. And so because of that, I was able to go from a F player to a D, D plus, to a C minus, to a C plus, to a B minus, right? For my, for where I started, right? It was great. It was great to see the improvement. But don't be disappointed with the results that you didn't get from the work that you didn't put in. Because when I was golfing in Michigan, I ended up leaving Michigan and moved to St. Louis. 
and my responsibilities and my income bracket changed where I can't at that point in my life couldn't afford you know to play twice on a, a Saturday and then a Sunday and belong to a country club and go hit a bucket of balls every night and do all these different things you know so that was one thing that put a stop to it and then your time I was changing careers from a coach to a software developer so my time was immersed in learning how to hone that craft and that skill and develop into somebody that could develop and write code. So that's where my time went. So I didn't have all this time anymore. My desire to be a great golfer when I moved to Missouri changed. But instead of going out once a week or twice a week or touching my golf clubs every single day, I went from touching my golf clubs once a year. My boys go to a school here that has a golf outing every year, and that's typically when I play that golf outing, once a year. So here's, here's the point of all this. Hopefully I've set the table. Here's my point to all this. When I would play and be shooting around, the best I ever did was between like an 88 and a 92, okay? And somewhere, in, so in there, when I would hit a bad shot or two in a row, I would get really irritated, really upset. Um, I don't think I was throwing clubs, but boy, did it irritate me. And I was, I was just, I'd get really pissed off. Stringing together a bad round really pissed me off. And I, it's the competitiveness in me, but also it's this. Yes, I have a huge competitive streak uh, that I just want to be great at whatever I'm doing. Uh, whatever I am passionate about or whatever I have a strong desire in to excel at. And I, at that point it was golf. And so I was really uh, competitive with it. And so when things didn't go right or I didn't perform, I would get very upset. Now you position that against moving to St. Louis and playing once a year. And I remember going out and expecting the same results a year later touching the golf club once a year and expecting the same results and sitting there being on a range and being invited to a nice golf course and trying to say, I got this, not a problem. I'm going to perform. I'm going to shoot a 90. Maybe I can get an 87 today and shooting a 110 and being really irritated again. And I remember around hole 12 or 13 of the first time I went out after not playing for so long and sitting there going, I'm not having any fun. This is miserable. I don't like this. And sitting there saying and talking to myself saying, George, I can't be disappointed with the results that I'm not getting because of the work that I didn't do, to quote Heidi Powell. Here I am getting upset at the results that I'm not getting. I'm not getting the 87 or the 86, or I'm not getting the 92. I'm getting a 115. And I'm disappointed at that I'm not getting the results. But I didn't put in the work. And I stopped. It's this phrase that I've used over and over again because I believe this phrase. You get what you deserve. 
You put in the work, you grind it out, you stay passionate, you learn and get the knowledge that is required. You put in the time and the work to develop the skill and you have your desire, be it an A plus, and you do that consistently over and over again, not for a week. Reading about push-ups does not get you stronger. I read yesterday. You've actually got to go out and do push-ups. You've got to do it every day. I can't read a book about doing push-ups. Somebody told me this. I spent six, I got a job here in St. Louis writing code. Maybe I've told this story before and I'm writing code and I'm working at a company here that is in Clayton, Missouri and across the streets, a coffee shop. And I would get there and leave my house every morning at 5.30 in the morning. The coffee shop would open at six. I'd be waiting outside at 5.58 for them to open the doors and did that for three or four years. And I'd have a huge textbook on how to write code, how to be a software developer. And every day I would read that book and I'd sit there and highlight and underline and take notes and do all this sort of stuff. And then the, some of the people I worked with, the coworkers would walk in for coffee around eight o'clock or 7.30. And I had been there for two hours on occasion. I mean, every day I have been there for two hours. And by the time people are rolling in, and I remember one guy rolling up to me and saying, George, I've seen you here for six months, eight months, reading those books and taking notes. And I, it's admirable. But at some point, you got to put all that away and you got to start doing. You've just got to start writing code, which I was during the day to a certain extent. But I was trying to level up and get better. But the reality is just go work. Just go do, just go make mistakes, figure out why, and get better. So I can't expect to get the same results if I stopped working at golf. My desire changed, my knowledge changed, my skills diminished because I stopped putting in work. So what does that have to do with, you can't be disappointed with the results you didn't get when essentially you don't deserve it. You deserve it by putting in the time, the effort, the work with an attitude and with consistency over and over and over again with time. You can't learn to do push-ups and change your body by reading about push-ups. You can't be a software developer that kicks butt, that is relied upon, that delivers great software, that is, uh, you know, a tech lead or whatever you want to call it by reading books. You've got to do it. You've got to fail. You've got to learn. You've got to implement. You've got to progress. You've got to hone your craft, sharpen the saw and get better every day. So you can't even do that on the golf course. So when I was sitting there on the 12th, 13th, 14th hole getting mad and I told myself, George, you can't be this competitive with this anymore. You've got to have the mindset that you are first and foremost out here to have fun and enjoy a cigar and enjoy a drink and enjoy the turn and enjoy the companionship of friends. That's what, you, that's what you're out here for. You are not shooting an 86. Now you're out here to do the best you can do with what you have and where you're at, but that ain't 86 and that's not 90. And it's not 92. So I remember getting really upset and I was like, man, shit, I don't deserve to even shoot that. What I, I will get what I deserve, which is 110, 
right? So I, where does that intersect you or how does that intersect me and how can we take action on it? Just figure out, you, one, you can't get upset if you don't have the responsibility, the job, the, the, the office, the room, the title, the vacation, the paycheck, the car, the girlfriend or boyfriend or the house, right? I get it. I want those things too. But you got to grind it. You got to deserve it. You've got to earn it. And you can't get pissed because you don't, you can't be disappointed with the results that you don't get from the work that you didn't put in. Now, can you be disappointed with the results you got and you put in the work? Yeah. That's where I'm used to shooting in 90. And I've spent 12 months honing that craft, making those sales call, learn, writing code, staying up till two, writing code, learning the greatest technology, learning about Azure or the latest and greatest .NET or the latest and greatest JavaScript library. And I'm going to stay up till two and I'm going to be the master of it. And I'm going to go speak on it. And I'm going to go teach people and I'm going to go implement it into my clients and my own custom work. And I'm going to be an expert at it. And if six months later, I don't get the results that I deserve. Yes, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be pissed. But I think I've deserved that right of, to compete, to have that disappointment and to expect better results. One thing that has also hit me this week is a quote from Tony Robbins, and it's an old quote, and it's an old video I wound up watching, but essentially he said, you've got to figure out strategies to raise your standards. Raising your standards is how you change. What's acceptable? What's not acceptable? What will you no longer tolerate? To quote a line we've said probably many times on this podcast, you get what you tolerate. You get what you tolerate. You can't sit there and complain that your kids run around the house with their shoes on or leave Lego messes. I have Lego messes in every room of this house, but I tolerate it. So I can't sit here and complain about it. I'm looking at it right now. I've got Legos in at least the room in front of me and I'm, we're trying our best. Dang it, those kids love to play Legos and they got too many of them. And when they come and dump the bucket out and build something, that's what happens. But I can't complain about it too much because I tolerate it. And it's the same thing with your standards, with your performance, with your desire, knowledge, skill, to raise the standards on those things. If you're a C minus, you've got to figure out how to be a B minus. And then you've got to have the mindset of a B minus, that standard's no longer good enough. I've got to get to an A minus or an A plus. Knowledge, skill, desire. Knowledge, skill, desire. How can I get and raise the standard on each one of those? And how can I not throw golf clubs when I shoot 110 and only play once a year? If you play golf once a year and you're shooting a 110 and you're throwing golf clubs, you've lost your perspective. As Gary B says, you've gone from confidence and feeling good about yourself and thinking you're going to crush the world to delusion. You're delusional. I'm delusional. If I go golf right now, I'm shooting a 120, 130. If I expect a 92, I'm delusional. Because I haven't put in the work and I don't deserve it. And I'm going to get what I deserve. I'm going to get what I deserve. So here's the other thing along those lines. 
Now I won't get into that because we've gone long enough. Listen, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I really like this podcast because it's good for me. Sometimes it's it, most of the time, all the times, 106, 107, 108 episodes and 108 times I'm, I spent an hour, 30 minutes to an hour coaching myself up and trying to talk to me to try to make myself be accountable and uh, deserve what's next. And I've got to deserve that. I hope that you do. I hope you figure out. I hope you really figure out how to isolate on how to raise your standards on whatever's next in your life. I hope the audio has been good with this. We're making changes. We're trying to make this podcast better. Um, again, do me a favor. One, uh, do me a couple favors if you can. I know people are listening, listening to this and you specifically, you're listening to this. Please go rate and review it on Apple iTunes or whatever it, whatever it is. I think Apple iTunes. iTunes. Just go rate and review it. That really helps me out. Uh, secondly, second, go hit outfromthecube.com. Send me a note. Subscribe. Do whatever. Um, and, you know, and again, if you could just share this with, with somebody, one person. Send some link to somebody. Um, reach out to me on LinkedIn, whatever it is. It's been a lot of fun. We're doing 60 and 60. Uh, appreciate the YouTube things kind of doing really well now because of outfromthecube.com. Um, we haven't done a Why Wednesday with Jason for a while, but please follow Jason Wells as well. Uh, JasonWells.com, Jason with a Y, J-A-Y-S-O-N, and deserve it. And lastly, don't be disappointed with the results you, that you didn't get from the work that you didn't put in. I think that's a great, it hit me yesterday. I'm glad I wrote it down. Um, follow us as well on Instagram. A lot of these quotes, thoughts, ideas end up on our Instagram page as well, out from the cube on Instagram. And uh, really appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great Thursday.